everyone. It's me, Dr. Z, with... JB, totally not a doctor, but uh, has a lot of anxiety in him, and I'm ready to ask some questions to Dr. Z. Hi, everybody. Dr. Z, how are you? I'm good. Um, how are you? Well, I'm a little... I. The more and more we peel the uh, narcissistic uh, layer of onions uh, back in, you know, the by onion each layer. layer. The, onion, the onion layer. The onion layer we yes. keep uh, peeling back yes. from the narcissism. A narcissism onion. There we go. Um, <laughs> I, there are, I mean, like, there. there's just been a ton of things this season that I, I don't think we think about uh, very specifically and how uh, a narcissistic relationship can be controlled and... Uh, one of those things that uh, we kind of you know worked ourselves around in in uh, season one was like the after effects when the narcissist leaves you yes. and then wants you to make you know you feel like a complete piece of shit by you know in a multitude of different ways, but especially social because they know everyone sees it, including you. Correct. Uh, with the new bow that comes across. Correct. So how? Um, first of all, why are they doing this? Mm-hmm. Uh, secondly, how do we kind of take our emotions out of a very complicated tailspin at the time and why is it important to recognize mm-hmm. all these things we'll get into all that today but first and foremost the narcissism has broken or the narcissist has broken up with you and moved on yes um you are very how lucky you be feeling? <laughs> lucky you should be feeling lucky um you know and I, I say this to many of my patients that while the pain that you are feeling is very real and heartbreaking and gut-wrenching, it also at the same exact time is probably one of the healthiest things that could have happened to you, even though you may not see it yet. Um, but that's why we're doing this episode. Yes. So. Yeah, I would like to say <laughs> if you if you have experienced this or are currently about to go through it or in that phase, this is bottom. Like yes. If you were at yes. looking for a bottom... You found it. Yes. Thank goodness. Yes, correct. Because it never feels like it's there. So Correct. Yeah. So narcissist leaves you, right? Um, and like the majority of breakups that occur in narcissistic relationships, because remember, these are unique breakups. They are not the same as toxic breakups. Like, right? Like all narcissistic breakups are toxic, but not all to- toxic breakups are because in like narcissists, oh, exactly, right? Right. So um, you know, even abusive relationships don't always mean somebody is a narcissist. And so I, I like to kind of put that out there because narcissistic breakups are very unique and they are the only breakups that really require an actual exit strategy. You you really have to have an exit strategy to leave a narcissistic relationship. Exit recovery, yeah, yeah, for sure. Because they mm-hmm. won't let you go. Even if they leave you. In their mind, could be 20 years down the road, you're still theirs. Mm-hmm. So it's it's just a unique type of breakup. So narcissist leaves you. And again, like many narcissistic relationships, chances are they have not one, but many significant others waiting in the wings. Mm-hmm. Because a narcissist, it's not even, they can't be alone. They can't be without access to what we call supply, right? Somebody to get you know um get reactions from good bad and it doesn't even matter but just reactions from them having access to their emotions the ability to control their thinking um to control their reality so they will i don't like to make blanket statements but chances are but i do so get ready for some of those (laughs) non-doctor john yes yes can make blanket statements i can he is not a doctor correct right so (laughs) 
don't yell at him. Um, or yeah. do if it helps, honestly. Yeah. yeah. Very protective. Yeah. People <laughs> yelling at you. <laughs> Very protective. This is what I love about doctors. Like the mama bear. We can handle it. We, yeah. All right. So, um, yeah. Okay. So, so they have other people waiting in the wings and they leave you, which is the discard phase, right? So we've talked about the cycle of abuse, love bombing, um, devaluation, discarding. Discarding is when, you know, they're just, they're done. Right. Not permanently. And when I say that, I don't want people to get excited. They're going to come back because a narcissist coming back is not. Do you want that? Right. They haven't changed. They have not learned anything. They don't love you any more than they did. They just want access to your emotions. They just want to be able to get money from you. They just want to be able to have sex with you. They just want to be able to make you think they're different. And then they discard you again. Mm -hmm. There's always a function. There's always a motive. There's a purpose behind it. So. Here you are now, broken up with and devastated and confused. If you feel confused, it's completely normal. And you should. If and you, you don't should. feel confused, I'd be I'd honestly Correct. be want to know why. Right. You're not Actually, if you're not yeah. confused, that means that you understand their blueprint. And thank God. And thank God. Yep. So if you're not confused, you're actually and you see it for what it is, like you're actually in a better spot almost like, but most people will not understand this and most people's heads will be swimming and they're going to be so confused. Um, and that's normal. The other thing I want people to know is that it's also, and I don't want people to ever beat themselves up over this. It is 100% expected and normal and nothing to be ashamed of. If you still feel like you love them, and you miss them even though they were abusive, they cheated, they left you, they they drained your bank account, that whatever the case may be. It is okay to still have those feelings. I want people to know that because a lot of people are ashamed and they feel terrible about themselves if they feel that way. It is normal. You have been conditioned to feel that way. Yeah, because it's it it does really feel this is the best way that I can describe it is mm-hmm. like if you are if you've ever been to a comedy show. And that person is singled out, or mm-hmm. you're singled out, or whatever it is, and there's a mi- feels like there's a million people yes. looking at you. Yes, that's what it feels yes. like almost every single day of just like this isolation. That's of a great analogy. All of these people are looking at me, and I'm still not sure why. Yes, but yes. am I the butt of the joke? Yes. Like, what the fuck is going on? Yes, exactly, yeah. exactly. So when you have these feelings, I know they're going to feel shameful. They're not. It is a to- It is actually what I expect people to feel afterwards, and that's what I work on with them. Um, so the narcissist leaves, and all of a sudden, to you, it seems like all of a sudden, mm-hmm. they're with somebody else. <laughs> and <laughs> exactly yeah. right. And, and not were they cheating on me? And all those other correct. questions. Correct. Yeah. Probably. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. Mm-hmm. Not a doctor. Blank not a statement. doctor, but yes. Yes. Trust me. Um, yes. <laughs> Trust me. I'm not Trust a doctor. Trust me. I'm not a doctor. <laughs> yes, they are cheating on it. Okay. So. Um, so you find out that they're with somebody else and you feel, and you're having all those thoughts, they cheat on me and you're devastated because here you are trying to do your best to survive this relationship, do everything you possibly can for them. And then you hear they're cheating and it's, it's like, you know, it's, it's so devastating, right? Because nobody, I mean, it's a horrible feeling. It's also just an intense, um, shock to your like sense of self from a narcissist when you, when you when you find out they left you for somebody else, right? And that that person had been around before you. Um, so it's really traumatizing. It's it's just, um, it's yeah, it's just traumatizing. And you have a right to feel that way. They will put it all over social media. 
they are going to have pictures of them with this new person smiling on vacations that, you know, they're going to be like in Disney World with Mickey mm-hmm. Mouse smiling, like laughing and whatever. Right. And and you're going to have family pictures and you're gonna be like, how, how does how does my ex's sister like why? why how are they such good friends already? Do they know each other beforehand? Like. Yes, they probably did. Yes, they probably were telling their family long before that you were, quote, crazy, that you were cheating, that you had a drug problem, an alcohol problem, that you had a gambling problem. Who knows? But the character assassination, just kind of anticipate that's going to happen, right? Um, And I want to remind people what to do in a second with the character assassination because it's super important. So you see all this on social media. It's embarrassing, okay? It is traumatizing and it's confusing. And yes, you still may think you love them and that's all okay. Um, You see this love pouring out of social media, right? It's like overcompensation. Yeah, like like, like, like the the professing their (laughs) love for each other. It's been a month and like, you know, this love of my life. Where have you been? Things like I've wasted so many years with other people and you're reading this and you're I mean, you're thinking of all the hell that you've just been through for years and now you're reading this, right? So that is very difficult for people to understand that it is a playbook. Mm -hmm. It is not unique. It is exactly what was supposed to occur. You know, it's, it's, it's that first part of the narcissistic abuse cycle. The love bombing stage, right? Then we have the devaluing, discarding, and then the hoovering to bring you back in. So that love bombing that you're seeing was also identical to what happened to you, right? Maybe the strategies used were different. Maybe he, you know, he took you or she took you to like France, Mm -hmm. right? Because you love France and this one never been to Disney World. So you're seeing Mickey Mouse. Like, you know, it's like different things, but the strategies, the functions are the same. Um, It literally follows a very robotic course and um it not only happens to you it happened to the person before you it's going to happen to the person after this person or simultaneously with this person um it is a distinct step-by-step playbook and the goal is when i work with people who are in this situation who've been left is to get them to understand that one they didn't break up with you as a person Right. They didn't break up with you because of flaws in your character or something you did wrong or you treated them poorly or something was deficient in you. They never looked at you as a human with emotions or anything like that. You are viewed as an object. You know, and I say this very um, understand when I say this this is not easy. I'm just like, oh, yeah, you were an object. No, this is like this is gut wrenching stuff. So they. They are going to treat each person identical. And the reason why the love bombing exists is because it's a manipulative strategy and a deliberate one. And yes, they know what they're doing to get the person to feel so loved and so comfortable and so vulnerable that they share their deepest, darkest secrets. And that is the purpose of the love bombing. It's not just to suck you in. It's to get you to feel extremely vulnerable. So you tell them, you know, I had a really tough upbringing. Um, You know, my dad left when I was five. I've never met him. And my mom had a drinking problem. And they're saying, oh, my God, my mom had a drinking problem, too. No, she didn't. Right. My dad, you know, I I really don't have a good relationship with him. Right. Right. Yes, he was. Right. Like, so they, they get these stories and they store it. 
Right. I know I said card catalog once, and I'm going to say that again. Keep going. Thank you. Dewey Decimal System. Dewey Decimal System. <laughs> I knew I was going to trip you up when I said that. I'm sorry. Stewie Decimal System. Yeah. Okay. So they're, they store it in the back of their mind, right? And they save it for when the love bombing stage comes to its end mm-hmm. because it will. Because it wasn't real to begin with, right? Um, everyone hears about the mask falling off. That's when that love bombing stage stops. And you see what you're really dealing with, but then intermittent sprinkles of love bombing and you're constantly trying to get back to that I just want them back to how they were yep but the problem is is that who they were was never real in the first place and that is traumatic for people to actually wrap their brain around and I cannot fault them for that um to understand that that was never real after you spent so much time and effort trying to make this work thinking something was wrong with you something was deficient with you only to realize that Oh, no, this is the same game plan. This is the same thing all over again. And they're doing the same thing to this person I'm seeing on social and so forth. So I'll have people ask me all the time, should I say something to the new supply? Right? Should I say something? I call them new supply because that's what they they are. Um, Which I think is actually very helpful if you start referring to it that way, not like the new person or whatever. The new supply. They view them as supply. That's it. It's it's like a it's a it's a fuel tank to get like th- what they need, like to make their engine go. That's how they function. And so, um, should you say something? No. And here's here's why. You may be dying to contact them and say, "Oh yeah, your new boyfriend that just took you to Disneyland. He's texting me all night long, telling me he misses me." Here's why you don't say anything. Number one, he doesn't miss you. What he's doing is texting you so he sucks you in again so that you'll text him back so that he can leave his phone on the table for the new girlfriend to find. New girlfriend or new boyfriend sees it, gets in a fight. Now you two start arguing and they're sitting there pretty watching everybody fight around them. There it is. There it is. So um, they will purposely do this so that you feel like you did something wrong. You want them back because it'll make you feel like, okay, well, they still love me. Nothing's wrong with me. Yeah. And it had nothing to do with you in the first place. The reason why you don't want to say anything to the new supply is because there's something back to character assassination. You can bet that they have told their new person, supply, that you're crazy, that you stalk them. That if she you, tries to contact you, correct. let me know because she's exactly. capable of it. Who yeah. knows what she's capable of? If she contacts you, like, you let me know. I, I don't want you to be scared. Like, mm-hmm. she's crazy. I don't know what she can do. Or he, I don't know what he's going to do. Um, they have probably bashed you to every single person in their family. Um, and quite frankly, there's nothing. I don't want to say there's nothing you can do about it, but there's really nothing you should do about it. Because any you're effort, gonna you're not going to win. And any effort you, you make to try to change that that character assassination is just going to get twisted around right because narcissists are experts at twisting the words around the word salad the gaslighting right they're going to just somehow make it look she's crazy again right yep and um, just real quick on that too if you hear word salad a lot that is a good indication that you are definitely in that because yep. like yep if an, a narcissistic person will never want to get specific about anything, Ever. especially when you have them trapped with logic, yep. with facts, it doesn't That's matter. Right. They will still find a way right. to get out of the situation, pin it on you, all that, which makes this process even harder. Yes. You know, like so. 
And it, they make you doubt your reality by yeah. doing that. And the next thing you know, you're yelling at them because you checked their phone and they have naked pictures of, you know, 10 million girls on there that, you know, they were texting back and forth. But somehow the argument gets flipped into why are you going through my stuff? You're crazy. This is my stuff. I wouldn't go through your stuff. And yeah. before you know it, you're defending your actions rather than what would I be worried about? Topic, my phone was right there. Right. You saw it the exactly. whole time. I already yeah. told you I cheated on you once. Why would I lie to you now? Right. Yeah. So they kind of do those little like little they'll, they'll admit to something and use that as a way to kind of get out of other things. Right. Or the stuff that the, in the, the um, card catalog. Ah, yes. Right. Yes. So they, they take it out. Right. 3.117 Correct. Uh, I got to yell at you for, yes. uh, I don't know. Uh, right. Like you're so crazy because you're accusing me of cheating. That's not me. I'm not your dad. Right. Like, you know, you're just, you have daddy issues, right. Yeah. Or you have mommy issues. Like this is, I don't do this. That's, you know, you're crazy. You're thinking that because, you know, of something they told you before that mm. you stored away for the, They stored away for that purpose. Um, and then they gaslight you, and then you don't know which end is up, and you're back to square one. So you don't want to argue with a narcissist when they're slamming your character. I know it is brutal to sit with, yes, because it is our natural like reaction to mm -hmm. want to defend ourselves. This is different. Yeah. Um, the best thing you can do with a narcissist is starve them. You argue this character assassination. You call the new girlfriends, the boy, new boyfriends. All you're doing is giving them supply. That's what they want. The best way to end this kind of connection is to starve them of that supply, which means you do not contact them about it. You block them on social media. You 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 get into therapy, mm -hmm. um, and you learn immediately, and you learn to kind of sit with that. And you'll realize that the more you cut off their supply to you, guess what's going to happen with that love bombing of that new girlfriends or new boyfriends? Oh, it's going to stop. It's going to stop. <laughs> A lot faster. Right? Yeah. And it's going to start all over again with somebody else. And before you know it, what you're going to realize is that it had nothing to do with you. And that's the goal of this is to get people to realize that it, the breakup sucks. The feelings are horrible. It's traumatic. And at the same time, it, act, it, it, it had nothing to do with you as a human being. There's nothing wrong with you. They are going to do this with every person they with. There isn't anybody that's going to win them over. There isn't anyone out there that's going to get the best of them always. It's you, never going to happen. Because you've already seen yes. what that looks I like. Pro yeah. I promise you. I, I am making a blanket statement on this one. Okay. I love this. This yes. don't happen very yes, often. This folks. does not happen often. I am no. making a blanket statement on this. If you are dealing with someone who has a true narcissistic personality disorder, they will never, ever, ever... Give their best always to somebody. They are never going to change and they are never going to be this amazing person in that love bombing stage all the time. I don't because it think, never was real. Yes. And even just in a non-narcissistic relationship, it's impossible Correct. to have that love bombing go on for 
Correct. 25 years but like that. You love know. bombing happens not just in narcissistic relationships. The function's I'm a little bit different, it. right? I've been guilty of it every time I've been in Correct. a new relationship. Like when yeah. we talked about ADHD, which you can get into it. A lot of times people with ADHD in the beginning of a relationship get, are very intense at first and they, very, they connect really quickly and um, they're very, like, it's my soulmate. And, and it, but the function of it is different. They're not doing it to manipulate you and suck you in. They're doing it because in that moment they, they have difficulty regulating their emotions and <laughs> no filter. You know, so yeah. there's, it's, it's different. The, they're not doing it for any selfish purpose at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can promise you, and I'm making a blanket statement, if you're dealing with someone with narcissistic personality disorder, they will never have a relationship with somebody that is that love bombing stage that you so desperately want back. They will never be different with anybody else. No. Ever. As And you even said, think robotic, think systematic. Robotic, yes. it's ex- it's a It's a playbook that keeps happening because yes. they don't, know any better they yeah. don't it's from whatever that side and how they got there in the first Correct. place it's it's never going to no. flip the switch no. keeps because going. they know yeah. what they're doing it's not here and and, and and we have an episode on this they think and we probably should talk about this again at some point too yeah. because it's i think it's really important people will say well how do i know it's it's narcissistic personality disorder and they're with somebody else and it's going to be the same thing what if it's just toxic patterns that look like narcissistic personality disorder, but it isn't. So here's the difference. Somebody who has toxic patterns that look narcissistic, right? So let's say this love, but they break up with you and they're with somebody else and the love bombing starts, but it's a toxic pattern. That's the type of person where if you say to them, you're doing this, this hurts me, this is ruining our relationship, and the person is maybe resistant at first, but they acknowledge that they have those patterns and they don't want to hurt you. They don't want it to ruin the relationship, so they go to get help. Right. It's difficult for them, but they have that awareness and that willingness to get help because they don't want to hurt you. A narcissist knows what they're doing. They don't care because they're going to do whatever they need to do to get the supply to feel good, to feel they're important, to 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 fuel that facade. Right. Um, And to get that control. So it's just it's 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 just different. It's inherently different. Oh, and it's and, and again, that's another hard thing to accept about yes. any of this too. Yes. It's just that goes into that same realm of self worth and things like that. And you go want to have like something in your life that is. And this is what's inherently difficult too. Is a lot of the time in a narcissistic relationship, like your friends are grouped together or uh-huh. mostly on their side yes. or whatever it is. So trying to be like a lot of people when we and we discuss this in season one a little bit, like the difference between that. Oh, thank God that was just an asshole. I would love to have one of those relationships yes. versus a narcissistic yes. one. When you don't have a support system, they know that too. They're Correct. trying to take the support system. That's right. They're trying to take this. They're trying right. to take that. You can't hang out with these people. They Only don't these want people. you to tell anyone about the abuse. They mm-hmm. don't want you to tell to to be able to get a reality check from objective people. At all. At all. And that was, I guess, my one question because let's just let's just give everybody a tiny bit of credit here. Let's say that they have listened to It's Me, Dr. Z, and they know to look for a red flag Ricky and they know when to kind of kind of just go through these uh, uh, patterns of behavior and understand like, hey, this isn't a something. And what happens if the person that is supposed to make you jealous, this love bombing thing that's all over social media, suddenly they send you a DM and say like, hey, uh, I've just seen some red flag Ricky action. I apologize if this is a, a, a traumatic thing for you, but what am I stepping myself into? What are you supposed to do in that situation? I would assume that's very rare 
but so I could see it happening. W- what usually happens first, let's say, is they may say, like, why are you texting my girlfriend? Why are you texting me? You know, it'll be more kind of mm-hmm. combative, right? You don't respond to that. Yes. You don't yes. respond to that. If you have somebody message you and say, you know, I just saw this, this, and this. I'm wondering if you went through this too. I still would not respond. Here's why. You're going to give them your answer, but your answer compared to the systematic manipulation of a narcissist doesn't stand a chance. Mm -hmm. And the character assassination that's already going on, the, 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 um, the, the hooks kind of that they use to get you back in. I just think that it is not going to do what you think it will do. Mm -hmm. And I don't think it's going to do what you intended to do. And I think that there is just a lot more damage that can be done for you yourself. Um, You know, and maybe this is a little harsh, but you need to heal yourself. Um, It's not the time to help somebody else heal who's still in the thick of it. Mm -hmm. It's not going to be you. Right. It's just like that's great if you can help them. But like now is not the time. And maybe that's selfish. But this is the time for you to be selfish. You have to heal yourself. And the more you even if you say, oh, yeah, he did this, this and this to me or she did this. this, and It's the same thing. Such a scumbag. All it's going to take is depending on where they're at in that relationship and depending on that person's ability to see this pattern or not, they could get sucked in again in five minutes and like. (laughs) <laughs> you know, then they're gonna you're gonna get thrown into it, and there's the supply you don't want to give to the narcissist. Mm-hmm. So even though it feels like it's the right thing to do for you yourself, the best thing for you to do is to just Walk stop away, feeding into it. Yeah. It's not going to be easy, but that's just what you want to do. You just want to. People think they're doing something good, and they are. But the ultimate goal is to starve the narcissist, mm. and you're not you're not starving the narcissist by comparing notes with the current girlfriend. Yep, and it's just gonna, like you said, it's gonna, it's gonna create more supply for you in the end. She's because, lying. Don't listen to her. Yep. Or even if you achieve your objective, even yep. if that is your objective of yep. like that person's no longer with my ex, Correct. and thank God. Correct. Then that you're just opening up the door for Correct. him to walk right back into yep. your life again. Yeah. And, yeah, and and you know and. There's so m- I mean, I have seen I have seen so many ways to manipulate these situations that like I, I promise you it will get manipulated somehow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One one way or the other. If you if you engage at all, it's just, you know, it's like the is there a thing that, that you normally should walk away from that you constantly like? I don't know. I'm trying to think of a real life example of like what what we are doing in our life. It's like, why do we keep running into the same thing over and over again. I don't know if that's kind of well, it's like patterns, what we're right? Doing like here. we always yeah. say like like, you know, like why do I keep going for the same type of person over mm-hmm. and over and I know I do it but I keep going over and over because it's familiar. Right? Like you're you have to remember the patterns. The devil you know. Yeah, right? like the patterns that you're engaging in with this other person and exchanging notes and all this stuff. Like that's a familiar situation for you. It's that it's that Manipulation followed by satisfaction, by feeling like you're loved and feeling like it's this back and forth, up and down, all over the place. And you're familiar with that because you've lived that for so long with this, with the narcissist. You know, that's how they keep you. And, you know, we've we've touched on like a lot of things in terms of like there's an, an intense amount of um, 
just uh, what's that word I'm looking for? Where there's a lot of uh, sensory input, like when when a lot of this stuff is happening from social media side, from you know being kind of isolated, being with your own thoughts. It's just kind of it is a it's a very hard time to go through without any kind of Correct. support system at all. Yeah. And I know we're we're trying to be in like all right, well this is survival mode, and here are some things that you should do. But like, how do uh, what's the first thing you kind of need to have to heal to support yeah. like what what would be some good first steps i guess you block them on all social media yeah you block the new supply on all social media even if they did nothing to you do it right now you, you block can still listen yes. to this and do it right you now you block their family if you have mutual friends okay and they were either friends made during the relationship or they were the other person's friends first you if you can you block them too because mm-hmm. they're they're part of that blueprint Right. We talk about flying monkeys. Right. The the people that they kind of use to carry their messages to, yeah. you know, to to kind of facilitate their agenda. Right. That does not coming from them. Mm-hmm. It's every you know, it's there. I didn't do it. Right. Yeah. Um, you really want to if you can get into therapy and get into therapy with somebody who understands narcissism and the nuances of narcissism because like i said this isn't a normal breakup so you can't go about healing in a what we would i hate the word normal in a normal fashion like Mm -hmm. okay it sucks time's gonna heal and typical is that a better word typical typical Typical? i don't even like that either okay just stand um common Common. breakup (laughs) (laughs) someone who's not uh on the far end of narcissism yeah 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 okay yeah um the healing from a breakup sucks, right? And so there's ways to get through it. This is different. This isn't this is needs to be processed as a trauma, not as a like time period where you were really a depressed. Bump in the road. Yeah, like this <laughs> yeah. is this is this is like this alters your your Life's sense course. of self. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Like this alters your sense of self. This alters the way you view other people. This alters the way you view yourself in relation to other people. This alters your self-confidence, your self-esteem, mm-hmm. your reality. I mean, this totally just, it this fucks you up. It fucks like, you up. Like, I don't up. know how else to say it professionally, but, like, this just fucks you up. And I'm not minimizing other types of breakups. It's just nuanced. And so you really have to make sure you're with a therapist who understands the nuances of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and get in therapy if you can. The other thing I would strongly recommend is have somebody who is on the outside of this, who is objective, who can pull you out when you start to spiral back in. When it's your birthday and they send you flowers, even though they're with the new person, right? Um, Or it's your birthday and they call you to start an argument with you to ruin your birthday. Like You need to have somebody objective that can say, see, I told you this was going to happen on your birthday, mm-hmm. right? And prep you for that and remind you you're not crazy and remind you of the reasons why X, Y, and Z is happening with the new girlfriend or the new boyfriend. Like, right? Like, of course they're doing this. Oh, right? This this happened to one of my patients. This was, this was, this, this was a... A good I rem- one? <laughs> I remember hearing this going, yeah. damn, that, okay. Like, yeah, all right. That's, 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 uh, I don't want to say a good one, but that's like... Deep, it's That's deep, just yeah. really fucked yeah. up, right? Yep. So it was, it was the anniversary of one of my patients. I won't say what it was. Anniversary of the death of somebody very close to one of my patients. And that was the. T- 
Of course. That, yeah. I mean, it's so, I, again, I get physically sick when I talk about these things. It's so disturbing. But um, it, that's the day that they proposed oh. Yeah, to their, at that time, significant other on the anniversary of the death of this person's close relative. Yeah. So not only now did the moment that that anniversary date that's already something they dread that's going to be a horrible day on top of that now they have to deal with their ex getting engaged mm. in the place they used to go on vacation all the time. And if you don't think that that is like no. Right. That's an Correct. absolute it, yeah. That's what I'm saying. And so mm. it's so it's so evil. It's so, it's so evil. evil. Yeah. And that's the kind of stuff you're dealing with. And yes, they knew what they were doing. No, they didn't Nothing's care. Nothing's ever a coincidence. Right? And yeah. and so that's, you know, you need somebody in those types of situations to pull you out and say, like, instead of saying, like, can you believe you did that? You need somebody to say, yes, that is exactly what I believed he or she would do. And this is why they're doing it, to get this reaction from you because they don't want you focused on mourning the death of your loved one because that doesn't include them. Mm -hmm. They want you to think about them. So they're going to get engaged on that day. And, and when, but when you understand the motive behind it, then you're kind of like, oh, like I remember seeing the facial expression. I mean, she was so devastated, but I remember the facial expression changed like, oh my God, oh my God, right? And they were kind of like, that's sick. And I'm like, Correct. There you are. Right. Yeah, and right. so when they were able to look at it like that, even though it was devastating, it it gave them this ability to look objectively at it and realize it had nothing to do with them. Mm -hmm. And it was predictable. Mm -hmm. And you can prep yourself for those when it's predictable. So you need whether it's a therapist or a friend or a colleague, you need somebody objective to be able to be that voice of reason when your reality starts to get a little shaky. And I think that's like a great, you know, uh, kind of goal to set to yourself yeah. where if you can look at that and say man that's sick what a twisted fuck yes that's that's when you yes. know you're out of the bottom yes part, you know? and i say this and i have had people i know i'm gonna I'm, i know i'm gonna get dms for this <laughs> but i'm gonna say it all right i say so often to people and i i get dms yelling that's horrible how could you say that there's nothing about this that's funny there isn't you're right uh -uh. there's nothing about this funny but what i tell my patients is you will know that you're doing better when that type of shit happens and you look at it and you go, oh my God, and you mm -hmm. laugh at it. Not laughing at the situation because it's funny, because there's nothing funny about it, but laugh at the absolute it's so sad. ridiculous it's, predictability yeah. of mm -hmm. it and realize how not unique this person is and how not special they are and that they can't hurt you anymore. And when, you know... I've had people say, like, I used to be so scared of them, and now I look at the predictability of it, and, like, it's pathetic. Mm -hmm. And that takes a really long time to get to. So, And I don't want people to hear this and think, like, oh, she's minimizing my experiences. No. You'll never get to the point where you laugh off your experiences. But what you'll do is you'll be able to look at their behaviors and say, <laughs> of course they did that. Yeah. Right? Like, of course. You still have to deal with it, especially if you have kids with them and you're co-parenting. Mm -hmm. You're still going to have to deal with it. It's still going to be annoying. You're, it, ideally, you don't want to deal with it, but at least you can predict when it's coming, and so you can prepare yourself how to how to handle it in the moment. So your emotions don't go haywire because that's what they want. Mm -hmm. That predictability is what starves the narcissist. 
period. Even if it's as something as simple as, and if you are co-parenting with that person, uh, uh, my son or daughter's hair looks like shit, or it looks like this, or like, there's little just subtle little things subtle that you things. don't even really notice. Correct. Like, oh, they're just making an offhanded comment. Be like, nope, they nope. want you to react to That's that. That's right. Turn around, close the door, That's say, right. I'll see you when That's I see right. it. And it's um, you because they need you mm-hmm. more than you need them, and that's what a lot of times they don't realize. They need you to survive, and that's that hoovering you kind of yes. talk to you th- right. that, that you mention a lot of the time. That's what that looks and feels like. Um, and again, I know this is really hard for uh, a lot of you that are kind of dealing with any narcissistic person that's in your life or um, the emotions that it creates out of you for your self worth out of this and. Uh, the best I can tell you is keep listening to Dr. Z on this because it is just dead on. Like it is the the less energy you put towards that person, the more you're of yourself you're going to get back. And it's kind of like when you're correct in a car, like your instincts tell you on an icy road to go this way when you're fishtailing or whatever, but you're supposed to do like. What do you mean? The, <laughs> the opposite. <laughs> like, yeah. And it's and it's something I've never, you know, like it's 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 hard to just go against instinctually. It, I love that analogy. Yeah. That's two good analogies today. Well, good. We're two for two. Let's I think that's a good good place to <laughs> stop. Otherwise, you know, I'm going to come up with something really dumb and everybody's going to yell at me. So you lose credibility for the other two. <laughs> um, but uh, definitely, as we always say, feel free to DM me at John Barchard uh, on uh, Twitter, on the Instagram. And we'll obviously have a, a podcast email here for you uh, nice and soon. So you can do that, too. If that's your thing. But Anything that you'd like to learn more about this, obviously, we are open to talking about. Yes. Uh, and uh, there's only one place that I would recommend you getting uh, more coaching, more therapy when it comes to narcissism. And that's this uh, lovely person to my right in Dr. Z. So make sure you go into drjamiezuckerman.com uh, for all of that. Anything else you want to add to this before we uh, say goodbye? Uh, I could be talking about this all day. I don't yeah, want to say goodbye. Yeah. Uh, no, I think, I think, I think we covered it yeah i think we covered it this i like this this was me too this was informative this was <laughs> this was very <laughs> this informative was very, very informative very good all around <laughs> and uh thank you very much for watching for listening and of course subscribing wherever you're listening or watching uh well we're only oh. on youtube what so you better be word? subscribing Subscri- there. In, what was oh yeah uh notificating no no be notificating yourself by the bells that are uh, right down there if you're watching on youtube no- notif- notificate yeah notificate follow yeah. along on uh, apple spotify amazon music and if you're listening to this you probably are doing that already so we appreciate you we'll see you very soon and uh be sure to be uh checking out dr c's uh, instagram okay bye bye